welcome everybody. It's time once again for another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio. So grab your board, catch a wave, and ride along with the surfmeister himself, Matt Hines. Hey, Matt. How we doing, Paul? I'm doing good. Where are you surfing to today here? Well, thankfully today we are still at the uh, world headquarters here in Redmond, Washington. Uh, next week that uh, the road show begins again. We'll be uh, live from Dreamforce next week, the uh, annual Salesforce.com extravaganza. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little smaller this year from what I've heard. Like I think in the past couple of years they've had you know, upwards of, I'm, I'm not kidding, like over 100,000 people at this show. I think this year they've had to restrict it since they're still they're still reconstructing uh, Moscone Center and doing some work down there, um, which quite frankly terrifies me even more because it's still going to be a huge number of people, uh, and it just sounds like that many more traffic cones and sidewalks that don't exist. A little corner of the world somewhere, and we do every week at uh, 2.30 Eastern, 11.30 Pacific. Make sure we bring you Sales Pipeline Radio. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. So excited to have everyone with us live that's listening on Sales Pipeline Radio. Uh, enjoy grabbing uh, everyone who is uh, joining us from the podcast that is available on demand at any time from Google Play and the iTunes Store. Of course, you can find replays of all of our past episodes on salespipelineradio.com. Always real excited about uh, the guests we have. We've been we've been doing a, this summer. We've had just a great uh, group of sales and marketing leaders covering a variety of uh, areas. We've we've been lucky to feature a lot of great authors, thought leaders, people that have new books that have been coming out on the sales and marketing side. That's great. But one of the uh, disadvantages of, of focusing in that direction is we we lose sight sometimes of the people that are really driving innovation results in an operational capacity. People that don't just talk about generating results. People that do it on a, on a daily basis and are. Grand- Grinding it out and, and being successful at doing it. And so that's one of the reasons I'm excited to have Laura Shackelford, who's the EVP and Chief Marketing Officer for Altify, on the call today. Laura, thanks so much for joining us. It's great to be here. Thank you. Awesome. So, you know, before we begin, I've got a bunch of questions I want to ask you just about some of the work you're doing, but maybe just start with, you know, tell me a little more about Altify, what you guys do, and um, sort of, you know, what market you're serving. Sure. So we sell to sales professionals, people in sales operations, sales leaders who use our software, we've built in 30 years of sales methodology into software that is that, that helps sellers to sell better. So the goal is that every sales rep can sell more like your best sales rep. We are a SaaS platform, and, uh, and we've just introduced an augmented intelligence uh, component of our platform that we're going to be talking about next week, speaking of Dreamforce. And so we run exclusively, we're native on Salesforce, and so we'll be there next week and, and sharing the news about our platform and augmented intelligence. And with that, we've also just, my CEO, Donald Daly, has released a book on AI. And so we'll be talking a lot about AI, which you'll hear a few things about next week with Salesforce talking about Einstein. So it should be a, an interesting week there and look forward to sharing more with you today. No, that's awesome, and I think uh, you know, it, 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 big big fan of Donald. The work he's done uh, for years, you know, through the T, the 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 the, uh, the task group. You know, very interested in AI and Einstein. I mean, I think you know, as as you've got a lot of sales and marketing leaders that are just trying to catch up on big data and predictive analytics and what that means across sales and marketing. Now, all of a sudden, we throw AI at them as well. What does that really mean? Not just for Altify, but like help help people understand and sort of deconstruct why. AI is relevant to sales and marketing leaders moving forward? So AI is impacting business professionals in the knowledge economy, and we want to help put humans at the center of that and have them be supported by machines with augmented intelligence. And we see that as a critical uh, path forward. And so if you think about 
there's all this knowledge and data in the world and you have people consuming or trying to consume a lot of data but not necessarily having the context of what the data means and what what signals they should be looking for in, in the noise. And so what we believe is that it's important to bring the augmented intelligence piece to help humans perform better, the knowledge workers. An example would be a sales leader who might have four or five critical must-win deals for the quarter. And we now can notify them when we see that there's something in a deal that has changed that they want to be aware of, or maybe there's risk in the deal that they don't see every day when they're in the thick of it trying to help their reps perform. So we'll take our 30 years of sales expertise and notify them that maybe they're not getting to all the right people in the deal and influencing the right folks they need to be influencing based on our knowledge that you have to get to these certain folks to to win that deal. So is there a difference between augmented and predictive? I mean, I think there's a lot of words that we hear uh, in the marketplace today. Is there a difference? How should people be thinking about that? And you're asking the right person because I spent about 10 years working in in data-oriented companies. And predictive intelligence, predictive analytics, predictive intelligence is certainly a way to look at data and try to look for Again, predict what will happen in the future based on a lot of data. And it typically involves high-volume transactions, and you're looking at, again, lots of records. With augmented intelligence, what we see it's, it's more about being able to bake knowledge and context into a, a solution or into data or bake data into it and be able to flag insights and provide those insights to the human being so that the human, the knowledge worker, is able to be more effective and generate greater results with the support of the data and the context and the knowledge. Talking today on Sales Pipeline Radio with Laura Shackelford, who's the Chief Marketing Officer of Altify, doing some really interesting things in the augmented intelligence world. They'll be uh, featuring some of those advancements at the Dreamforce Conference next week in San Francisco. And, um, you know, you you, met, you kind of referenced sort of your background. I mean, you've spent years in the world of, you know, business intelligence, big data. Um, you know, what specifically about sort of the Altify opportunity uh, is most exciting to you? Uh, you know, moving forward, I think this is definitely, I, I still think of this as an emerging category for, for many organizations. You know, what, what do you think this, this means for companies moving forward and, and why is this such an exciting place to play? My entire career has been in B2B marketing and a good chunk of that has been spent in business intel- marketing, business intelligence and data technologies. And I loved learning about technologies and helping people make sense of their data. But what was missing for me was the context. What was missing was, in fact, I sat in rooms with people who said, okay, now I finally have my report, and there's all this information, and they don't know what they're looking for. They don't know what should matter in the information that is being served up to them. And so when I met Donal and started learning more about the organization, I was really excited about the opportunity to be able to provide knowledge and context for, for knowledge workers, to be able to help them with, to, to interpret the data and know what the next best action is to take based on that data. That's interesting. Yeah, I think the, the this is definitely a bigger, bigger opportunity. I, I tend to think of you know any any num- flavors of this as becoming table stakes for organizations that want to maintain a competitive advantage. You know, well beyond the insights they're able to capture in their own environment, but to be able to leverage what exists outside of that world as well. Have you seen? I mean, as a as a CMO uh, at a fast growing company, I mean, I imagine that you are subject to an awful lot of sales pitches. Have you seen any evidence of applications? Of, uh, of big data uh, in the pitches that you're seeing uh, in the market today? 
Sure. In terms of big data and the pitches that we're seeing, I, I've certainly seen it from the from the other side, where you've, you're going and leveraging a, a, a BI or a data tool to to present to your customer and help them understand their business. What I've seen that's really working well is just the experience of. In fact, I'll go back to years ago, the first sales call that I went on when I was a in my early days at Oracle, and the sales leader. He sat down with me. We had three planning calls before we went and met with the customer to talk. We wanted to build a joint marketing plan for VeriSign at the time. And we had three planning calls, and then we met in person two hours before the day of to make sure that our plan was solid, that we got into all the right influencers, and and had a plan that was going to map to the goals and pressures of that organization and the individual, the VP of IT, who we were selling to. And so when we got there... It was less about the data. It was more about the the knowledge and the insight that we were able to understand their business, to speak to their pressures, and to help develop a plan and a roadmap for success for them. And so we actually agreed. We went in and signed off on a joint marketing plan with VeriSign's VP of IT that day. It ended up being sponsored by their CFO because we thought the message would help them at a more strategic level. And we did an incredible joint marketing program, a press and campaign with them. And that, to me, was an example of a sales call is it can only be so good with data. It's It's got to be built on knowledge and insight and the right preparation. And so at Altify, that's one of the things that we focus on. And we just launched a product called Call Planner that helps salespeople take that, their assigned example, take what the best sellers are doing and bring that kind of preparation into all of their sales calls. That's great. I mean, how, how do you do that when you've got multiple decision makers, multiple stakeholders in a target organization, right? Where you've got you've got an account that is giving you certain buying signals or trigger events or signals, but then you you know according to CEB now we've got like six point eight uh, people on average in the internal buying committee. You know, how do you how do you differentiate? I mean, does Altify help differentiate those messages, and then how do you operationalize that at the sales level as well? Right. So. Actually, there's data that I've been looking at that John Miller from Engageo shares, where he and John Miller's very um, he's leading the charge on account-based marketing, and we're saying that IDG is saying that we now have 17 people that are influencing a, a B2B complex sale, and that's a lot of people to get to, and a lot of people that you have to make sure that you're connecting with. For us, it's crucial because we exclusively sell to large or two people who have run large complex sales processes b2b sales organizations and so what's important is that we do take an account-based marketing approach and we look at we have a finite set of people of accounts that we want to target a finite set of people within those accounts that we know we can sell to and for us it's all about being really smart about listening to the pressures that company is facing understanding what they what they need and what they want to achieve, and being able to arrive at a joint solution for them that's going to help move their business forward. And we do that very in a very targeted manner, account by account, and even to the standpoint of the way that we structure our business development team. We do have someone focused on inbound and responding quickly to inbound requests, but outbound we very much go to have moved to a targeted account approach so that we can make sure that we're doing the best by these by these accounts that we're trying to sell to. Well, that's great. We're talking again to Laura Shackelford today on Sales Pipeline Radio, who runs uh, marketing and Altified. I think you, you brought up, uh, you know, John Miller and the work we're doing on uh, on like account-based marketing side. You know, real quick before we go to break, maybe talk a little bit about, you know, how what are some best practices to ensure that there's integration of this intelligence and application of it across 
what sales and marketing are doing. Is this is this better leveraged when you are at the middle and bottom of the sales process? Can you leverage this more at the top of the pipeline as well? Um, is it sort of agnostic to stage? And then, you know, really that integration between sales and marketing, I think a lot of companies are really struggling with right now. We think of it more as bottom of the funnel now, right? There was with marketing automation years ago as it as it evolved and gained traction, people started talking about top of funnel and wanting to put more into the top of funnel and then nurture you know, pick the people out of the funnel they want to sell to and nurture them. And that's a really expensive way to go to market and it takes a lot of time to develop. Everything old is new again. So there's been a lot of history of focusing on a certain set of accounts and taking the right message to them. And um we're just excited. I, as a CMO, I'm excited because it's the opportunity to drive greater alignment between sales and marketing than you've seen in a long time. So my head of sales knows we, you know, we, we agreed on what our targets were. We agreed on how we were going to get to them, what a measurement of success looked like at Altify. And then we know whether we're getting traction or not based on the set of accounts and how they're responding to us and where we're engaged with them, whether it's early in the sales cycle or whether we're influencing it all the way through. Brave new world we're living in here in B2B sales and marketing. We gotta take a quick break. We'll be back on Sales Pipeline Radio after, after a quick break. We're gonna talk a lot more about uh, the role of augmented intelligence in sales. We're gonna ask Laura some questions about how she's leading change and complexity, uh, in, in, in a, in increasingly complex B2B world and talk a little more about sort of creating that integrated successful funnel between sales and marketing. We'll be right back with Sales Pipeline Radio. <laughs> In a world where the speed of innovation and change in B2B marketing has never been greater, the only thing bigger is the need for clarity, for a blueprint, for a guide to what's really working. And how about a way to apply it specifically today to increase sales pipeline growth, velocity, and most of all, conversion? That's what you'll find in the Modern Marketer's Field Guide. And Amazingly, you can download it for free. HeinzMarketing.com. Just like it sounds, H-E-I-N-Z-M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G. It encompasses the entire sales and marketing cycle, but in quick bursts with lots of specific, actionable ideas, strategies, tactics you can put to work right away, like today. The loaded table of contents helps you narrow in and tackle a problem. And it's something you can come back to over and over again as a reference guide. Why not download your free copy of the Modern Marketer's Field Guide? It's free. HeinzMarketing.com, just like it sounds. H-E-I-N-Z, marketing.com. All right, back to Matt and his guest. And can I ask one question here? Yes, you may. I'm wondering if some of this augmented intelligence could augment my intelligence. Yeah, I don't think that's what it's for. Oh. I think uh, that's a good question. It's a great question, Paul. You had so much value to the show. I appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> uh, well, thanks very much uh, for joining us today, Sales Pipeline Radio. Boy, this half hour always goes so fast. If you want to catch up a little more on our conversation with Laura Shackelford from Altify, you can check it out at salespipelineradio.com. You can check out uh, the podcast, always updated with recent episodes at Google Play and iTunes Store. And again, we're live every Tuesday, 2.30 Eastern level. 30 Pacific will be live from San Francisco at Dreamforce next week on October 6th. We'll be featuring Deb Calvert. Uh, so now that I think about it, she might actually be there. We might actually have to. So I might have to bring the might have to bring the Yeti with me, Paul, and we'll have to do the show live from the show. We're going to be talking about sales leadership, developing better sales leaders, helping to 
help your sales leaders uh, create new sales leaders and the leaders of the future in your organization. Uh, after that, we got Jamie Shanks, who is one of the leaders and pioneers of the sales social selling world. He's got a new book called Social Selling Mastery. And then after that, we've got Matt Bonatti, who is the CEO of Lead Gnome. If you send outbound emails and you get a ton of inbound out of office replies uh that is fertile ground my friends people telling you who else to contact people giving you updated contact information lead gnome helps automate that we're going to be talking a lot more about tools to make sales teams more efficient make your marketing more efficient but want to get back to our guest today laura shackelford who's the cmo of altify and you know i kind of referenced and teased before the break you know leading change and complexity uh, i mean you've been involved in you know in big data and sort of the sort of the leading edge of marketing and and, uh, and analytics for a while as you now lead a growing team of marketers that are now, you know, operationalizing this, what are your best practices for for helping people work through change, helping people manage and succeed in an increasingly complex B two B marketing world? It certainly is complex, Matt. But I'm finding that that the further we get into account based marketing, it's actually the simpler it gets because you can you really focus in on the voice of the customer. My foundation in marketing came in my first marketing role at Oracle when I worked for Jeb Destiel, who is now runs, uh, he's their chief customer officer. But he taught me how to listen to the voice of the customer and really see them both as a, a, a customer that you want to serve and as a human being who has their own goals and, and things they want to achieve. And that helped me to incorporate that actually into the kind of DNA of my marketing and my marketing organizations throughout my career. So I always believe in understanding and starting with the customer. And I think when marketers at any level do that and you actually have a, a relationship with customers and they start to trust a marketer, which requires establishing trust over time, but when they do that, things become a lot easier because you, you realize you've got, you know, let me take this tactic that will serve them better than the other. And you slow down and you focus more on the quality of the content you're giving them versus quantity and that's one of the crucial things for us as we go forward is making sure we we take risks that i empower my team members to learn and grow but do it while they really slow down and 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 work in support of the customers well i think that's a really great point and it's, it's great for people to keep in mind that you know is we add a complexity around the tools uh as you know as our customers in many cases become naturally more complex in the way they make decisions um there are things we're doing that are consolidating goals and objectives and focus areas that make things a little easier i think i'm seeing more and more and i'm sure you know you're seeing and be curious how you see this internally as well you know organizations that don't have sales goals and marketing goals they've got pipeline creation and conversion goals you know their focus is sales focus is to hit the number marketing's focus is to hit the number and some version of that. So an alignment of focus and intentions and objectives is to a certain extent making at least sort of decision-making and alignment simpler as well. What, how do you guys think about that at Altify? Right. I, we think about it from the, the very outset of creation of a plan that, as I mentioned earlier, my sales leader and I, when we worked on our plan and figured out our go-to-market goals, it was an absolutely collaborative process from the start. So it used to be I, back in the day when I did my first demand plan, it would have been a sales leader telling me, here's my goal, go get this much pipeline for me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it has changed so much now, and it's really about you know understanding and looking at the data and being smart about being aggressive in setting your goals and also knowing that you're setting goals that are achievable and that you're, you and your sales partner are in it together. And I think that word partner is one of the most crucial is that you form a true partnership where you can be very open 
and respectful, but also cut through the noise when you need to make changes and, 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 and drive to results. So that handshake from the beginning to the time that you close the opportunity is crucial. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. You know, one of the one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, and I know that you've got some insights on this, you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier is, you know, basically best practices in working with your sales counterparts to create that integrated successful funnel. We've been talking about different versions of this, but what other, you know, either anecdotes or sort of best practices from your experience can you share that can help people that are listening navigate, whether they're, you know, listening from the sales side or whether they're listening from the marketing side. I mean, as we've been discussing, this is an integrated opportunity now. Um, what are some things that you've seen? work um, that can apply elsewhere? The best sales partnerships I've had have started as partnerships from the outset where you can you sit down and you're very open with your sales partner about where you see opportunity in their business, where there's opportunity in the marketing team, and, and how you can create a, that joint go-to-market plan. And I've worked with some tremendous sales leaders, and they'll, they'll come to me and tell me, this isn't working. What if we try this? And when you're, you completely own the, the revenue problem together, you're both feel responsibility for revenue. It's just a different dialogue and a different level of partnership. That is easier when you're at smaller companies. So you have to figure out how to scale. So one of the things I did when I was at Microsoft, we had a very large management team that was distributed across the U.S., both in terms of marketing and sales leaders. And so it was hard to stay connected. It was hard to keep from, you know, people from getting frustrated when something wasn't working the way it should. So we, what we started is I, I did a sales and marketing alignment group, and we would meet once a month, and we would meet once a quarter in person, and we would surface issues that would prevent us from, that would have slowed us down from driving a partnership and joint and shared outcomes. And so when you would find one region with an issue, you would typically find some other region had a similar issue or a different a different version of it. So just getting that core group together that said, no matter what, we're committed to driving the sales and marketing dialogue as a team and driving the right outcomes as a team, it was completely different. And the great thing is a lot of those people have gone on to be marketing and sales leaders at other companies that I work with today. So they've now become kind of my my counsel in my career as I've gone forward. That's awesome. So excited to have Laura Shackelford today on uh, Sales Pipeline Radio sharing insights on sales and marketing uh, to insights on augmented reality, augmented intelligence uh, that they're going to be sharing more at Dreamforce's conference next week in San Francisco. As we as we wrap up here, Laura, uh, I want to take a little bit of a divergence from this road. Um, I know you know you know you're you're a, you're a you're a hobby chef. Um, you know you've mentioned that you you love rescue dogs, and also on your LinkedIn profile you talk about a commitment on a regular basis to get out in the community, get to glide, you know, serve meals. Talk a little bit about that element of building a team and why that's important for you to make that a consistent part of what you're doing with your marketing team to get out and be part of the community. Yeah, and thanks for asking that. I think it's so important that the way you build a team is that we're in we're people coming together and to honor and respect individuals within the organization. So I, I my hobby is cooking and I have a dog that I think is fantastic and I try to share that with my team and learn learn what's important to them as well. But getting out to the community is a whole it's a whole different level, and doing it together. It's one thing to say, "Oh, I'm part of um, an initiative, and we donated this money, or we did this," and that, those are great things to do. But I, what I'm really passionate about is bringing the team together and being able to roll up our sleeves and work together towards a cause that is something bigger than ourselves. And so we have these great shared goals in our organization, incredible growth goals. But to be able to go out and serve food to someone who's hungry that day is, is a whole different level of connection. 
and really keeps us humble as we go back to the office and roll up our, you know, keep our sleeves rolled up to, uh, to work through the other issues of the day. Absolutely. I love that. And thank you so much for making that a priority with your team. Want to thank, thank Laura Shackelford, the Chief Marketing Officer for Alta 5, for joining us today on Sales Pipeline Radio. We covered a lot of ground in a short amount of time. If you want to hear more from Laura, please check us out at Sales Pipeline Radio. We'll have a replay of today's episode up there shortly. Also have a condensed version of today's conversation up on our blog uh, next week at uh, HeinzMarketing.com. Make sure you join us each week, 2.30 Eastern, 11.30 Pacific. We've got a bunch of new guests coming up. Uh, very exciting stuff. Uh, look forward to seeing some of you at the uh, Dreamforce conference next week in San Francisco where Altify and about 125,000 or so of their best friends and our best friends will be out there. So look forward to seeing you there. If not, we'll see you back here next week. Sales Pipeline Radio. You've been listening to Sales Pipeline Radio, one of the new shows on the new Funnel Radio channel. Grant work listeners like you. Brought to you by Matt Hines, Marketing.